episode 535. Thank you all for listening to episode 534. Here to make money, not friends. I am C.M. Gray, here with my co-host. Seth Bear Rollins. And that's it. No Cody Punk or Parrot. Parrot Swoggle. (laughs) Parrot Swoggle. Or Coco B. Parrot. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Neither one is here. So we'll just talk about football today, which we'll get into in a little bit. And uh, got some, uh, of course, the as we talked about, the controversy, even though I was happy the top four, I picked that straight out how they would. So we'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, but for now, we got to thank some people. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check them out on Facebook with Sanderson Music. Give them a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. Brandon. We'll hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Um, We'll go with Annapolis, Maryland. I haven't heard that one in a while. So It's Army Navy week. Oh, yeah. Good call. And uh, where are they playing at this week? Actually, I don't even think they're, <laughs> I don't even think they're, they're there. In, I think they're, they're in a stadium. Aren't they? I think they're in New. I think they're playing in New York. Oh no, Foxborough. They're in Foxborough. Foxborough. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go, New England. Yeah. And uh, that was close. It was new. Yeah, pretty much. Would have been New Mexico, New Jersey, New York, New England. It's all the same. New England. It's all the same. But uh, fall cleanup is essentially done as we're preparing for winter. Grass is no longer getting mowed, but you know, Crandall's Quality Landscaping still does handy person services. So if you're in need of some carpentry, which can be doors, cabinets, floors, trim, or windows, maybe even plumbing, toilets, sinks, faucets, showers, or leaks, painting, they can paint simple rooms, hard to reach areas. They also do drywall, patch holes, and finish with plaster and paint. And even if you need it outside in that cold weather, they'll do your siding for you. Small repairs, replacement, and even power washing. Might want to get that done before it gets too cold. Could they rake the rest of the leaves out of my backyard? Yeah, if you want them to. Could they chop down a small tree I have? Absolutely. Sounds like they could do anything. Yes, they can. So get in touch with Sean, 419-704-5471. Thank you to Paper Denim Art. Go to Facebook, mention Overline Podcast to Danny at Paper Denim Art. Check out some of the artwork she's done over the past. She uses a lot of different fabrics. Hell, she's even used dryer lint. And I've showed you that, the Elvis picture and dryer mm-hmm. lint. Pretty awesome. She does great work and is very affordable for you. And even if you mention Overline Podcast, she's going to hook you up even better. So mention it, Paper Denim Art. Get in touch with Great Key Merch, owned by one of the people on the podcast. And uh, get in touch with us for your festival needs or if your concert needs we've already got 50 shows lined up for next year we're taking more if we can get them and we will help you out reach out to us p.o box 2659 white house Ohio 43571 or email greatkeymerch at gmail.com thank you to sparty steve as always we appreciate him and everything he's done for us over the past 534 episodes thank you sparty steve and last but not least connell barrett datingtransformation.com and make sure you get over to dangtransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell when you mention Over the Lion podcast. And in the meantime, get to amazon.com, buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks But You Don't, a great stocking stuffer for the single fan or the single person in your life. And if you're trying to stuff her stocking, get the book. It's holiday season. Yeah, if you're trying to 
Ah, uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. This is a P- this is a PG rated show. Oh yeah, Cody's not here. Um, so just a couple things before we get into uh, the, the show. You know, I'll do my screenshotted stuff first because I always like it. So M M&M and M peanut butter are gonna have mega M M&M and M peanut butter stuffed with the peanut butter for your M and M's. Huge, huge. Yeah. They're gonna make them larger than they already are. I mean, they're already pretty big M and M's with the huge, peanut like mega. So I'm assuming these. Bitches are going to be like quarter size. Someone's going to choke on it and die and sue the shit out of them. I hope not. I'm looking forward to it. I hope that person's not me. Let's put it that way. It will probably be me, actually. That's why I say that. So enjoy. I, I'll write it down in my will that everyone can have M&M's so they can come out and hang out with me. Yep. And me and Keaton will do our normal thing and uh, bring Christmas tree cakes and eat those. I think we share one every day. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big, um, like little Debbie's guy, you know, I'm not, I'm not into the hostess and that stuff. I, they're good. And I think that's why I don't, because I would eat like 20 of them. So I stay away from them. Yeah. That's right. Like I said, I share one with my infant one a day, <laughs> share a Christmas tree cake. I'm I running out. I think I've got like, I've, I think I've got 10 left I'm running out during this holiday season. I don't think we're, I don't think I'm going to get more. Um, I we sent a picture today. Congrats to uh, Maya Brock Lesnar for beating the Colorado State shot put record. There is no fucking denying her for Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he his genes are strong. Them, them swimmers, um, them swimmers work. They work. They take over actually the body. Clearly. So is that. I don't know how long he's been with Sable. That's not it's, Sable's, is it? No, no. That would be probably his first wife or girlfriend or whomever. Yeah, no, because I was I was looking back at that as well, and I was like, well, worst case scenario, uh, she's 18, which I think she's older, yep. um, which would put it back to 2005, and I don't even think he got with Sable until around then. So I think this probably would have been from a first relationship, I would imagine. Definitely not. Um, I don't think definitely not Sable's child. I think they do have two kids together, but I don't think that that would be hers. Yep. So there you go. And then uh, I saw a t-shirt today and uh, I'm just going to show you cause I don't want to read it on the uh, show here. If, if, if it shows up, I'm like, uh, this, this might be a fun shirt. Jeez, <laughs> uh, uh, That's good. I don't know if I I couldn't wear that, but um, as we get into football and before we get into some of those things, uh, if you're a gamer, pre-order Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League now comes out available February second, and if you pre-order it, you'll get 72 hour early access, so you can get it on January 30th. Looking forward to that. And then uh, I saw a cool story. This was pretty neat, just locally. So the, our the superintendent of Toledo Public Schools. Dr. Romulus Durant put this thing here. It's a picture of him and a kid. And by the way, that guy's always dressed to the nines. Dr. Durant, yes. And he's just always, always just dressed perfectly. And he put a cool story on his uh, 
LinkedIn. Meet Mark. It's an eighth grade gentleman who was standing next to him in the picture. Eighth grader at Harvard Elementary, September 14th. He was hit by a car, leaving him lifeless prior to the paramedics with a broken leg and a fractured skull. Spent two weeks in ICU in and out of a coma. Here he is today, less than eight weeks back in school walking. His main focus in the hospital was to get back to school, so he did not jeopardize his acceptance into the Aerospace and Natural Science Academy. Sometimes when you give a person purpose, they will generate the will to heal and push onward. Wow. I just thought that was a damn cool story. Yeah. Especially, I mean, just in general, what he's gone through, but for aerospace, very impressive. Yeah. Good, smart young man. So, you know, wishing that kid the best and I hope he gets in and and does big things. Sounds like he will. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's see. All right. Well, let's get into college football from this past week. Had a wild championship weekend. Yeah, it was a very interesting championship weekend. Uh, started off with Liberty destroying New Mexico State, Washington beating Oregon outright. Um, as I called, I know everyone else picked Oregon, but Washington with the points, so we all got it. I knew Oregon was going to win. They're the better team. Bo Nix is overrated, blah, blah, blah. They already beat him once. Told you nine and a half was a disrespectful number. I just uh, – I don't get I don't get how they make these odds. They get way too hyped into this shit. Uh, Miami of Ohio beat Toledo straight up unfortunately for the Rockets, um, which I think, I think they, if they would have won with Tulane losing, they would have had a shot to uh, be playing um, Ole Miss. I think that's who Liberty's playing in their bowl game in a new year six game. Um, Texas crushed Oklahoma state Boise state uh, beat UNLV by a couple scores. UNLV was hanging in there. Um, but ended up beating them. Bama beat Georgia in the surprise of the well, I shouldn't say it's a surprise. It's Nick Saban, but um, in a pretty pretty big upset in my eyes. Um, yeah, they they won twenty nine straight. It was yeah. definitely an upset. SMU beat Tulane straight up. Um, Troy killed Appalachian State. Michigan crushed Iowa as we thought, and FSU beat Louisville by two. So um, what was the final of that Michigan Iowa game? I think it was 26 nothing. Yeah, so <laughs> the under should have taken the under. I didn't bet the game, but the half point unders. <laughs> yeah, I um I had that. So I actually had Iowa plus 22 in a parlay as my last leg. So I hedged Michigan minus 22 just to get, you know, guaranteed money and it's a good thing I did because I ended up winning my bet. I was hoping Michigan would win by 22 on the dot. So I would push my Michigan bet and win my parlay with Iowa in it, but uh, did not happen. But yeah, I had I had Michigan in the under there, so pretty easy bet. Iowa just looked like ass. Um, and then yeah, Florida State beat Louisville to be undefeated and it's sixteen and six. The playoffs. Yeah, and that's the uh, the controversy surrounding this week. Like I uh, I had texted a group prior to that whole thing going on. And your number one's Michigan, number, and they're going to play number four, Alabama, who jumped from eight to four for beating the number one team that has won 29 straight. And then Washington, with their win against Oregon, jumped up to number two. And then number three, which, thank God, they got there, was Texas. They deserve to be there. We said it, and they're there. So left out, as you mentioned, is Florida State, who mm-hmm. was 13-0. and And I'm glad they left them out because you don't have Jordan Travis. If they had Jordan Travis, they they'd would be never there. Have out. Never yeah. would have gotten left out. So. Never. And, you know, here's what would have been crazy to me. If Georgia would have just beat Alabama, we would have been talking about this. Georgia would be in, and it would be Georgia – Michigan, 
Texas, Washington. So they still would have been left out. Yes, they they still would have been out regardless. That's correct. Yep, but if if Alabama would have – so let me ask you this. If Alabama lost to Auburn and then came in and beat Georgia, would they have both been out? Uh, no, Georgia would have been the four seed. You think they would have kept him up there? Yep. 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 I think – I mean, they can – obviously they kept him at five in the standings, but I don't think that mattered. Um, I think that well, – Georgia went to six. Well, that's what I'm saying. They kept yeah, FSU yeah. at five, which – Yeah, yeah. With that happening, yeah, I, I honestly do not think that would have mattered at all. I think Georgia would have been there because they need an SEC team. In. It's exactly what they would have needed. So, and here, here's the thing, because we talk about people arguing. So let me let me ask you this. Things I've heard this week. Do you think, even without Jordan Travis, if old Deion Sanders was coaching Florida State, they would have got in because of his hype? If they were 13-0, same scenario, just different coach. I don't think so still. In this, in this scenario, I still don't think so. Yeah. And that was one of the buzz. This was Stephen A. Smith actually said that. I'm like, that's an actual – that's a pretty good point that they might have. And he's like, and if you Florida State people want to be upset, those 13 guys in the room, five are from the ACC. Yeah. Dropped his mic and walked. <laughs> like, Well, and, I mean, Florida State has every right to be upset. No, they of course. They just went 13-0, and 0, and they're getting punished because their quarterback's out. Now, is it the right call? Yes, it is the right call. And it's the right call because they're not one of the best four teams right now. Now, the only people who are complaining about this are Florida State fans and Michigan fans. And why are Michigan fans complaining about it? Because they got to play Bama. Because they wanted an easy and They wanted a bye week. It, yeah. It's sad. It's sad that that's – it, it's a, that's what they wanted. I had Michigan fans texting me, and they're saying the same thing. They're like, "It's not fair, this and that." I said, "If you guys, if you guys were playing, if if you were in the other spot, you would have wanted Florida State. That's all you want. You wanted Florida State because you think it's going to be a free win, just like you thought TCU was going to be an easy win last year. Mm-hmm. Here's an idea: beat fucking Bama and show us that you you're a good team. Ohio State did it in 2014. Why can't you guys do it?" Why can't you beat the powerhouse? Because they're scared. And it's embarrassing. You should be happy. And you knew – this is how I already know they're losing that game. When they showed Bama on the screen and everyone just groaned in that room, every single one of them kids groaned because they knew. They are like, fuck. Yep. Another funny thing I saw, um, which is way more conspiracy theory than everything, was that um, the NCAA pushed the committee to put Bama in over Florida State to punish Michigan more, <laughs> which I found funny. Um, but again, very possible. <laughs> very possible. I found but, that absolutely hilarious. Um, but and then next year, you know, we're going to get the twelve-team playoff, and uh, just how that's going to work is the top six ranked conference winners will get in, mm-hmm. and then the other six will be standing. I'm assuming standings. Yep. Yep. So this won't be, this won't be a thing anymore. No one, people will argue about the 12 and 13 and 14 seed, but those will be stupid. Those teams don't. don't. And people, they could have a, they could have a hundred team playoff and someone will argue that their team should have been a hundred over one on one. It'll always happen. Yep. But with a 12 team, it's not going to matter. You might get a couple upsets here and there, but it, an Ole Miss at 11 ain't going to win the national title. It's just not going to happen. But um, and and who would they? Eleven would play six. So they yeah, would they, put Ohio, they, they would have played Georgia this year. Yeah. Yep. And that's I just 
you know, they, everyone can bitch and moan about whatever they want to bitch and moan about. That's fine. Um, I just think this year, out of all the teams, just because there's so much mediocrity, is that it would have been – this is the year that I think there are multiple teams who truly could have won a national title. I really do. And I don't I don't see Florida State in there. I, I get their argument. And their backup quarterback is still going to play. I mean, he only had a concussion. He just didn't play this week. So everyone says, ah, third-string quarterback, blah, blah, blah. That's not the case. Truly, it's really just the second-string quarterback um, who looked decent, not great, but decent in his game that he played. But Florida State's defense is fucking stout. Yep. I mean, they are stout. I wouldn't want to go up against that team. So (laughs) this is what's going to happen in that game because they, you know, Florida State plays Georgia as they should. Um, We're going to see because if Florida State beats Georgia – it's going to look really bad for the committee, really. Yep. But if Georgia crushes Florida State, they did the right thing. And I don't think Georgia's going to crush Florida State, but they're going to beat Florida State. So, but Florida State's going to come out with a chip on their shoulder, no doubt. And so will Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> Georgia's going to want to run it up and say, hey, we should have been in. We are. And I think they are one of the best four teams. I think it's just unfortunate, you know. Yep. And then our next week, our second episode is going to be our Bowl Mania Pick'em, which Bear will have that ready. So our second episode next week will be that. So look forward to that. It'll be interesting. We'll release it on Sunday next weekend. And uh, just check it out. You can win some swag from us if you can beat us. Well, not just if you beat us. You have to win. We're not giving it to everybody that beats us. We had to clear that up in the past. Like, no, you have to win. Yeah. If you are the winner. And we only are not one, only one person gets swag, and that's the top spot. That is yeah. the top spot. Now, if we're the top spot and you tie with us, we'll probably throw you something, maybe some koozies or something. You won't get the pick of the litter. You have to beat us to get the pick. Tying isn't beating us, but if you tie us, we'll throw you some. We'll throw you some koozies, maybe some stickers. Um, did you get my sheet that I have? Yes, I did, because right. I am the reigning, defending undisputed first annual i'm the only champion right now you are the only <laughs> champion right now yes um and the goal to defend that title the goal we had 31 last year my goal this year is high my goal is 100 sheets not 100 Ooh. people 100 sheets Ooh. that's my goal so we'll see if we can get there um it's a it's a high standard and precedent but um, that would be a two thousand dollar pot which would be nice Yep, that uh, and we hope they win, and it's we hope we get a hundred in there. Hope I can win. Is there a limit on how many we can do? Nope, you could put in a hundred seats if you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is there's no limit, and that's also how I may get to a hundred. Right, if I get fifty people to put in two sheets, that's a hundred. Right, right. Well, yeah, and, and you know, and, and it's out there. So if you it's twenty bucks. I can send you the information. Bear can send you the information. Whatever you want. If you're interested, we're going to have it on our Facebook, uh, our X. X. We'll put it on there, too. Leader. And uh, and it, we look forward to getting you guys in there. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, this is, we want it to be big money. We don't want little money. We want big motherfucking money. God yep. damn, big money. Motherfucker. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. I like running this pool. I think right now we have, I think I got 10 in right now. I think close to that eight or 10, somewhere in there. 
So I'll, as we get closer, I look at the lines. I'm going to actually, so last year I didn't really study too much. I did a little bit. My focus was the big, like the one, and I do, I do my confidence first. Where am I laying my confidence? Where am I at? How do I think it's going to go? And I work my way backwards. And then I do some ones I'm not sure about. And then I play with the middle later. I go, you know, ones I'm really strong about, ones I'm not strong about, and then in the middle. And then sometimes I'll change some in and out. I'll check the lines, check some injuries, see who's sitting out. That's why I'm going to wait a little bit because some guys might sit out. You know, yep. Ohio State's got Missouri, but, you know, we got dude in the they transfer just, portal. <laughs> just had and, 10 people in the transfer portal. So, yeah, Ohio State does. Yeah, Fleming, Chip Trainum just went today. Kyle McCord's in the um, there, so I think and the, and I think the other six or seven guys were all backups or third stringers. But yeah, I mean, starting well, the third wide receiver, but a starting wide receiver, the second running back, your starting quarterback are all gone. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a tough it's a tough pill to swallow. So I you know I was very confident Ohio State was going to beat Missouri. Now that I'm not. That'll be a. It'll probably be a one pointer for me. Yep. No, that's uh, it's you know Missouri, Ohio State. You, you just don't know. We got guys. Harrison's probably going to sit. Um, I don't see why he would play. And uh, it sounds like he wants to play because uh, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a, a dedicated guy. Yeah, I don't think he will. I think he will sit. Um, but it sounds like he wants to play. Same with um, uh, Travion Henderson, who sounds like the rumor is he may be coming back next year, which is shocking to me yeah um but that's the rumor of why chip Trainum left because henderson hayden um and then they got another you know a four-star coming in so you got three more backs and you know Trainum is a you know he's a he was a senior and he'll be a fifth year senior so good for him and he was very you know he wrote a nice letter to ohio state and thanked everybody um for everything he did and i love chip Trainum. i hope i hope he does big things in the nfl because that dude's just a bruiser yeah it's Just gonna a be, bruiser. It's going to be interesting to see how shit lays out. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to bowl season. I always love bowl season. And then we're getting right into NFL playoffs. There's so much stuff going on. The winter months are fun just for the football and the atmosphere. And, you know, next year it's going to be even more interesting when we get. So it, do, do we know how they're going to do? I know they're going to do the playoffs for the first four get by weeks. And then five through eight are going to have home games. They're going to host home games. Yep. And so will that be like, now or would that be in a couple weeks like probably you know like if it was now would it be like the 23rd my guess is they would give a week off um you know this week well i think this week will still always be army navy week it'll be everyone gets a week travel do whatever and then you start playing week to week again would be my guess up until because that would make sense because that gives you three weeks until november 1st so then are they still rotating the final four into those bowl games or have they set uh, to my understanding, they are. Yeah. Okay. So then the other, so then like when they have the, the eight teams left, are those bowl games or are they, are they hosting or are they going to neutral sites when it's final I think, eight? I think with eight, it's still home. And then the final four is back to a neutral site bowl game. It'll be your cotton it'll be bowl, your, rose yeah, bowl, yeah. Peach bowl and whatever sugar bowl. Yeah. Just yeah. Like this year is the rose and that, but maybe the four, maybe the four are, maybe they'll give them. Um, New Year's Six. I still think that man, those New Year's Six bowls may be that, right? That may be the that's valid. The eight, I guess. Yeah, say. no, it, it'll be interesting. I'm looking forward. You know, this year will be fine. I'm looking forward to next year though, because you always hope. Um, you know, see how it lays out. If we do see a 12 beat a five, that would be awesome. 
or an 11 beat a six, you know, 10 beating a seven, I could see happen anytime. And, uh, but you know, you get into that and then let's say, you know, an 11 or 12 next year, you know, th- it, it reminds me of what happened with Ohio state. There was that argument. What was it? Baylor. And, uh, who was it? TCU. Yeah. Back in 14. And we get in and obviously dominated one and just, you know, clearly they should have been there. And now I hope you see the same thing where you get an 11 or a 12 in there and hell, it could be Ohio state for all we know. And they come through and you beat, you know, you beat the five, you go in and you beat the four, you beat the one and you're done. Like that'd be amazing to see. That'll be, you know, that'll be your, that'll be your Alabama who loses or whoever, right. A big, big name team who loses two games and you kind of forget about them and they get the 11th or 12th seed. And you're like, I don't want to play them first. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, fuck that shit. I don't want to play that. So Yeah, it, it gets wild. And, you know, you just look at it and you're just like, all right, well, I, I could see this. And mm-hmm. you could see what happens. And, like, you even look at now, because if you got college. So let, let's just look at what this year would have laid out to be. Just for fun. Michigan, Washington, Texas, Bama would have had bye weeks. Florida State would have host Oklahoma. Georgia would host Ole Miss, Ohio State would host Penn State, and Oregon would host Missouri. That's where the playoffs would be right now. Which, of course, out of Ohio State and Penn State would, you know, I wouldn't, I mean, obviously I'd love to see that again, but I wouldn't want to see it again. I want to see Ohio State play somebody else. But those are a lot of good games, a lot of good games. Yeah, and you're going to see teams that you may not have seen before play each other, which is really fun. You know, mm-hmm. and now when and I don't know how they're going to do the Big Ten next year. I don't know if they've said are they are they still going to have East West? Are they splitting, uh, or are they going to go straight I, line? Yeah, I did not hear what they're going to do there. Because if they go straight line, think about this: Ohio State could play Michigan three times in a yep. year if they do yep. straight line. Obviously, the rivalry game, Big Ten championship, and then they can meet in the playoffs. Playoffs. I mean, I think too that they need. I think it's time to move that game now. Um, because in all honesty, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, because both those teams are probably always going to be in. Yep. It doesn't it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah, it, you know, Ohio State they they've got Devin Brown. I don't think he's going to be the guy next year. You got Lincoln Kleinholz there, and then of course you got Aaron Nolan coming in. Yeah, and I, they're trying to get a guy in the transfer portal. I don't know they, who. They'll get somebody in the portal. Um, yeah, whether that's Cam Ward, whether that's Dante Moore, it'll probably be one of those two. I I don't see they Is were Cam talking Ward about, in the portal. Who? Who you just said? Dante Moore. Um, or you said Dante Moore. Yeah, Dante Moore. From oh, you East said Cam Moore too, right? Cam, He's yeah, Washington Cam. State? Correct. Yep. yep. Um, and that's really the big thing is, um, you know, who who are they going to get? I think I think it'll probably be Dante Moore would be my guess, but we'll see. Isn't he looking at Michigan too? Uh, yeah, I think so. Cam Ward, the rumor is he's just going to stay on the West Coast. That's like the latest. But Dante's from Cleveland. Yeah, Dante. Um, I think he's from Detroit. Oh, I think, he was born. He was born in Cleveland, and he went yeah. to high school in Detroit. Yes. Yeah, I think Dante Moore. Um, and he played with who? Did he play with um, Brandon Ennis from Ohio, the Ohio State wide receiver, who is um, freshman this year, five star. Will you know be a be big next year on the team. Um, so having him there, high school teammates, just like McCord Harrison, it kind of makes sense. Cam Ward is the better quarterback in my opinion, but really it's a transition year because the team's going to be Aaron Nolan's no matter what coming up. So it's oh, a yeah. transition year. This is a, this is a one year rental. And I'm sure that Ryan day is probably telling whoever's coming in, look, 
You get one year, Aaron Nolan's our dude. Simple as that. Yeah, he looked, you know, I looked at some of his stats. He looks pretty good. He's got to work on that completion percentage. But, again, that could be Who's your receiver since high school. Nolan. Oh, Aaron Nolan. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was looking at his stats. I watched his highlight. Dude is a stud and just puts the ball on the money. See, I just like it because he's a lefty. You don't. Yeah, I love that. I mean, look at Penix, right? But you don't get a lot of lefty quarterbacks who can sling but also can run. Um, and that's really what we're looking for. We need someone who can run and, you know, go back to the, go back to the Justin Fields, you know, and the uh, Braxton Millers, well, with better accuracy, yeah. but <laughs> more Justin Fields, right? Guys, dude who's got accuracy, but when he needs to get out of the pocket and run, he could. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I think that's what all we wanted Stroud to do in a couple of years that he played at Ohio State. But yeah. look at him now. Now I see this He's motherfucker done. running for Houston every game, and I'm like, CJ. I'm like, where was this at? Yeah, because he didn't have to at Ohio State. Ugh. Made me so mad. Every time I see him run in Houston. Well, there were, well, times, he has to he run for his... there were times he needed to run. He just stood there. In the yeah, pocket. he just stood there. But now he has to run for his life, and he doesn't want to get hit by a guy that's 6'5", 300. You know, I get yeah. it. But, you know, he's playing. Obviously, he's going to – he's a front runner for rookie of the year. And he's up there in the MVP conversation. Very well could get it. If he had a little bit better record, be – Pretty much, I don't want to say a lot because who are you guys right now? Mahomes, CJ Stroud, Dak Prescott. Unfortunately, Brock Purdy. Yeah, he's the he, he's leading the the MVP race right now. Um, on the on the sports books, I think it's crazy. And Jalen Hurts is up there too, right? Yeah, I think it's per. I think right now, as of last week, it's Purdy, Prescott, Tua. Hertz and then I think Stroud at five. Yeah, Hertz was plus two hundred. Now he's plus three fifty. Dak is plus eight hundred. Now he's plus three fifty. Yeah. Oh, so he's tied with Hertz. Okay. So he's t- he's tied for first right now. This is as of two days ago. Hertz and Prescott are both uh, plus three fifty. Brock Purdy's plus three fifty. <laughs> Mahomes is plus six hundred. Lamar yeah, is pl- look, Mahomes has looked like ass. He will not be MVP this year. Uh, and then Lamar is plus seven fifty. So CJ must have dropped back a little bit. It's got to, I mean, just because of that record. But I mean, I it's mean, not bad. He's seven and five. five. Yeah, and, they, and they're playing the they Jets got, this week. He's about to be eight and five. And now they got a good shot to really win that division. We don't know how long Trevor Lawrence is down. He got hurt. He's got a high ankle sprain. That's not easy to come back from. So which is which is insane because. The way he reacted and how bad it looked, I figured he blew his Achilles, his ACL. Oh, dude, he broke and his I ankle. think it was more he was pissed that his teammate rolled into him. He got pushed right into him, got owned. Well, lineman. I mean, it was after he stood up and went back. Anytime you see a guy, it was just like Rodgers. Stand right? up and Same go down. exact thing. He stands up it. and crumbles, and he threw it, and I go, he knows something, right? He yeah. knows something. Yeah, and here's what kills me. So they were at home, right? You mean to tell me? You used all those fucking golf carts for AEW and you don't have a golf cart to get your franchise quarterback. Oh, did you see what he said about that? He talked uh-huh. to, they asked him about that today. He said that he refused the cart. He wanted to walk. That's why. <laughs> I still think you have to protect people from themselves sometimes, but yeah, yeah he, he would he be one of he now, said he refused. It's your it. franchise. First off, you got an owner there and Chad Khan. You've got the coach. You've got all these guys, the doctors. I don't give a fuck what he says. It was stupid to have a cop. Yeah, yeah. They still charge him. Matt Hardy's still driving it around the stadium. God, delete. 
I just saw that. I'm like, oh, they must have used all the golf carts at AEW the last time they did a pay-per-view at the, at the stadium. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous. I think he's just saving. I don't know. Either way, if he's saving face or not, like, it's just idiotic. Franchise quarterback, dude. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Come on. Yeah, had a cop and a coach or a trainer carrying you out the stadium. Yeah, I agree. You got to. You got to protect those guys from themselves at times, and that is one of those times. Yep. So we got a big one game this week. Yeah, um, big one game this week. So our standings updated. Um, I am at seventy-eight and seventy-five. Dub and four, excuse me. Dubs at seventy-six, seventy-six and four. Gray leading the pack right now at eighty-one, seventy-two and four. Cody at 67, 68, and four. And Parrot, 72, 70, and three. If he didn't miss a week, he might be right up there with you. Yeah, one game this week. It's Army Navy week. Army is a two and a half point favorite. They both are terrible. Yeah, they're both five and six. Um, in Foxborough, we just watched a six nothing game there. This could be a six nothing game. Um, I, I think the over under is like 27 and a half. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah, it's, let me look to see what actually it is here, but it's low. I know that. Um, yep, 27 and a half, right on the dot. And luckily, I got the line in before it moved, because right now it's Army 3, but I'm still going to Army this week. Um, I think they beat Navy. Navy's been hot lately, um, but I'm going to go Army this week, probably like 14 to 7. Army was 2 and 6. Now they're 5 and 6. Nice. And they got their last loss, or well, they lost to UMass, awful team, and uh, LSU smoked them, smoked them. Yeah, it's like was it seventy two nothing or something? Yeah, sixty two nothing. Yeah, just absolutely got smoked last year. Army won this game twenty to seventeen uh, in overtime, actually. So they might have been an over if it was thirty or around there. Uh, so you know what? I'm gonna go the. Army's hot right now. Well, who? But who have they played? Holy Cross, Coastal Carolina, Air Force, lost to UMass. Ugh. Like this is just not what it used to be. Um, no, that's exactly what it always is. Yeah. <laughs> A low-scoring wing T. Uh, everything. Yeah. See, Temple beat Navy. Navy beat UAB. Navy beat East Carolina. Got smoked by SMU. Give me Army. All right, Army for both of us this week. Um, before we Reminds get me into that key and peel, Army Navy Army. surplus store. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this is like our warm up week before we get into um, before we get into bowl games. Um, that is whew, that's a lot. That's a lot. We still got forty three more games to pick. Just when you think it's over, ah, we're right back at it. So Army for both of us. We'll get in a Dub, Cody, and Parrot's pick later this week. Over to the NFL. Um, interesting week. Bad for a few, good for others. Um, I was seven and six. Dub was five and eight. Gray was nine and four. Cody ten and three, leading the week. And his last three losses were literally the last three games of the weekend. Yep. He went ten and zero, and he lost on the Eagles, Chiefs, and Jags. Um, and Parrot eight and five. Um, quick rundown, Cowboys beat Seahawks on Thursday night. The Colts came back and beat the Titans in overtime. Chargers beat the Patriots six to nothing. Lions beat the Saints. <laughs> um, Falcons beat the Jets in a snore fest. 
The Steelers lost to the Cardinals, and Cody had the Cardinals. Very surprising there. Kenny Pickett gets hurt, got surgery on his ankle. He's going to be out for a few weeks. So Mitch Trubisky is going to be the starter for the Steelers for the next few weeks. Um, yeah, just brutal, brutal. A um, couple of delays in that game, just ugly weather all around. Dolphins crushed the Commanders. Texans beat the Broncos. Bucks beat the Panthers. The Rams beat the Browns. That game was tied in the fourth quarter, and the Rams ended up winning by, I think, 17. Um, <laughs> so that tells you that. The Browns had a shot. Flacco looked good. Um, Flacco looked good for a little bit, but Cooper got hurt, and that pretty much kind of derailed the Browns' offense. Um, Niners beat the Eagles. Niners killed the Eagles. Let me put it that way. Niners killed the Eagles. Um, Chiefs lose to the Packers on Sunday night, and Jags lose to the Bengals in overtime. So, and Pete Tamil is running his yap over on my screen over here. And Jake Browning played a great game. I mean, when they started off throwing like little screens and everything, he started the game. I think he was seven for seven for ten yards. Yeah. Yeah, and then they I mean, finally let like, him do what cool. he needed to do, and then but it opened the game up. Mixon had a couple big runs, and then Jamar Chase started getting behind motherfuckers. And once he gets behind you, it's over. So yeah, it was very impressive, very impressive by um by uh, Browning, no doubt. Um, thought he looked good. I actually have to play him this week um, in a dynasty league because uh, Anthony Anthony Richardson is my uh, rookie quarterback. He's obviously hurt. And Sam Howell is my quarterback now, and he is on a bye this week. So I had to pick up Jake Browning for a one-week rental in a game I have to win to make the playoffs. Yay. Fun, fun. Um, so updated standings for NFL. We have myself at 119 and 74, Dub at 101 and 92. <laughs> so bad for NFL. <laughs> Gray at 124 and 69. Cody at 101 and 65. Which is which tells you Dub has picked every week and Cody hasn't had the same amount of wins. Twenty seven different games and they have the same amount of wins. Jeez. And Parrot also won twenty four and sixty nine. So Graham Parrot leading the pack right now in NFL Thursday night game of the week. Well, how's Clearly. the pick looking? Oh uh, yeah, I'll get to that. Um, <laughs> not good actually. So pick them. Yeah. We have. Yeah, we got two new leaders now at Ryan Peoples um, on Twitter. I think he won this last year, um, 124 and 67. Bree is tied with him at 124 and 69. He's missed two games, still leading. At Wilson, 27 is in third at 122 and 71, tied with Jared Goof, a.k.a. Cody's Burner. And then in fifth, Empty Spiral at 121 and 69, and OTL Pod at 121 and 72. Ugh, three games out. Three games out, though. Uh, Charlie Batch Fan Club in seventh, mostly peaceful in eighth. Eric 2314 in ninth, and Parrot in last, who hasn't picked in like five weeks. So we get to our lovely schedule this week. Um, I don't know if you've seen the quarterbacks going up against each other, but it's oh, yeah, I got it pulled up. Ugly week. Why don't you start with this one? Patriots, Steelers, quarterbacks, Zappy. Patriots. He's <laughs> happy. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> um, Ah, dude, the Patriots just look like ass. I, I cannot pick them. So I'm going with the Steelers at home. Um, this is going to be an ugly game Thursday night, probably a nine to three game or some shit. If the Patriots can even score. Yeah. Steelers, man. All right. Uh, Bucks at Falcons implications for the NFC South here. Bucks win and they are tied for the NFC South lead. And I think they tie it. I think Baker comes in. Mike Evans has a good game and they win it. 
I have been picking against the Falcons all year, and they just keep winning. So I want to pick the Bucks, but I'm going to go Falcons at home here. Um, Lions at Bears. Oh, my. I think this is going to be sneaky, sneaky close game. Um, the Bears almost beat the Lions a couple of weeks ago. In Chicago, outside, Jared Goff outside in the cold is blah, but I think the Lions will pull this out. The Bears, I mean, they did just have a good win against the Vikings, but I got to go Lions here. Yeah, uh, I also want to go the Lions. So it's Dub. We know Dub picking the Lions. Colts at Bengals. And this is Gardner Minshew against Jake Browning. <laughs> Beautiful. Where are we going with this one? I hope Browning comes out and has a good game, man. It was a good win, big win. Uh, they're still in a the hunt there. I think uh, I think they get another one. Yeah, I agree with you. I like um, – I mean, the way the Bengals play this week, they look good. Um, if they play again this way against the Colts, I think that they're the, – I think they're a better team than the Colts. And I think – Jake Browning's better quarterback than Gardner Minshew, so we'll go Bengals at home. Jags at Browns. Um, I was going to be up in the air on this one pending Lawrence's status. I don't like – or he's not playing, so I got to go with Browns or the home team here. Yeah, so you got Bathard against Shane Falco. Ooh. I want Shane Falco. <laughs> All right, Panthers at Saints. Uh. Yeah, man, the Panthers are just awful. Just god-awful Saints. They are not good. Yeah, Saints for me as well at home. Texans at Jets. I mean, the fighting C.J. Stroud. Sounds like Zach Wilson comes back this week, though. I can see a little sneaky Jets victory in here. I could see it, too. But I'm going with the Texans. Let's see. Um... Where is this? Let's see. Texans show. Oh, yeah, Texans. That, absolutely. All right. Texans for Gray this week. Um, we have Rams at Ravens. Gray. Uh, give me the Ravens. Yeah, coming off of a bye. Um, Stafford, again, outside in the cold, potentially in Baltimore. That Ravens defense is going to feast. So, Ravens at home. Love them. Vikings at Raiders. Interesting game here. Um, interesting game. Vikings coming off of a loss to the Bears in a bye week. The Raiders coming off a loss to the Chiefs in a bye week. Raiders at home. Um, I think the difference is going to be Justin Jefferson. He'll be back this week. The Vikings are in the playoff hunt. I got to go Vikings on the road. Justin Jefferson scores a winning touchdown. Dobbs against O'Connell. There you go. Thank you. Dobbs. All right. Um, Seahawks at 49ers. Right. Come on. Niners are the best team in football. Yes, they are. Um, and the Seahawks pretty much needed to beat Dallas to kind of keep alive in the playoffs. I think that the Niners are going to just smoke them and, and all hope. All hope. So, Niners for sure. Uh, good game this week. Bills at Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs, God, I don't know what to think, man. The receivers can't catch the ball, and they double and triple team Travis Kelsey, so they Mahomes can't get him the ball. Um, the Bills are going to come in desperate. They have to win this game. They have to. So I hate to do this, but 
I'm going with the Bills. I think they're going to upset the Chiefs at home because they have to win. They have to. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I think uh, this is the time that Josh Allen needs to come in and play some fucking football. And I think he does. And just they, they, you see the blueprint on how to stop the Chiefs. Yeah. Let's do it. Double Kelsey. That's all you got to do. The receivers can't catch, man. All right, Bronco, Broncos at Chargers. Interesting game. Interesting game for sure. I'm going to actually go with the Broncos. I think the uh, Chargers, 6 nothing against New England. Come on. This, I, I go Broncos, 10-6. I said it, I said it last week um, that that could be the game that Staley gets fired, and I don't think winning 6 nothing helped. This could also be the game Staley gets fired, but for whatever reason, I just think the Chargers are going to pull it out. I think they're going to beat the Broncos at home. Um, and with Kansas City losing, in my my mind, right, Kansas City losing, it tightens everybody up. So you'll have a six and seven Broncos, six and seven Chargers, eight and five Chiefs. They're still two games out. They're still there. So I'm going to go with the Chargers to make that division interesting. Sunday night football, we have Eagles at Cowboys. Um, we're going to go Dallas at home. They're just, they play good at home. Um, you know, obviously this is going to be a huge game. Eagles, big rival, right? They barely lost in Philly. Just so close. CD lamb one yard away from scoring a touchdown to win the game. Um, but dude, the Eagles have just ran, got a fucking gauntlet ran on them. They're going to be beat up. I think Dallas is going to, I think Dallas is going to run over them in this game. I really do. I think Dallas is going to win by 10. Yeah, Shaq Leonard's walking through that door, but he picked yeah. the wrong team. Come on, and, big boy. Picked the wrong team. Let's go Dallas. They're going to win that Sunday night game. Looking forward to it. And uh, I just want to fucking steamroll them so that I don't have to hear this fly Eagles fly bullshit anymore. Same, man. Same. Um, and it ties them. It doesn't put them in the division. They won game but out, it, right? But it, they are right now. But if they beat, even if they beat Philly, Philly still has a tiebreaker due to NFC record right now because, you know, we lost to Arizona like a bunch of scrubs. So Philly will still hold the division lead, but we'll have the same record. So that's all that matters. That's all that matters. We got the same record. Then we go one for one each week. Um, and then what's, how's the, um, for each of us, how's the, the schedule layout? Well, ours gets harder. Theirs gets easier. So it's going to be tough. Uh, we play at the Bills next week and then at the Dolphins. So we got two tough games back to back. And then we get Detroit at home and then Washington. Philly's at Seattle. That's no holdover either, nope. though, you know. Yep, that won't be easy. Um, but what do they play? The Giants and then again. They, then they get the Giants at home. Yes. Yeah, that's a, and then Arizona, I think, right at home. Uh, looking at that now, and they're at home to Arizona. Yep. And then and the Giants 18, again, right? And then week eighteen, we're at Washington. They should be, and they're at the Giants. Over. Yeah. So they have the easier schedule for sure. Um, so we'll see, right? But they got to win this game. You have to. Um, <clears throat> uh, which I didn't know this was coming. Two Monday night games this week. Had no idea. So Monday night, and it gets a little weird. I think next week there's three Saturday games. So the season is starting to get interesting with games, which I like. Spread them out a little. Um, but two Monday night games, unfortunately, at the same time this week, for whatever reason. Um, Titans at Dolphins. I think, uh, I think I know where we're both going here. I'll just type those in. Unless you are a closet Will Levis fan that I don't know what about. What do you know about Ray Finkel? <laughs> Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel. Einhorn Finkel. Finkel. 
Einhorn's a man. Einhorn's God, a man. Einhorn's a man. <laughs> All right, Dolphins for both of us. Um, and the last or the other second Monday night game, excuse me, the one that literally nobody's going to watch Packers at Giants. Actually, both Monday night games kind of suck, honestly, but I'm going to go with the fudgies on the road here, beat the Giants. They, they're looking good. Jordan Love's looking good right now. Jordan Love. It's kind of scary. No need Green Bay to have another good quarterback again. Yeah, no, he he look he's coming to his own. He's looking really good, man. And I think uh, Packers they got a shot to win that division, man. The uh, they very well could because I could see Detroit folding like a cheap suit, like they always do. And um, dude, I I I see it because what what what's their difference right now in record? Is it a game or two? Uh, I think see. it is two. Packers are seven and oh, I'm sorry, six. Oh, no, it's three seven. games. It's three yeah. game, three game difference. So, kind of tough to win. Uh, they're two and two in the division. Detroit's two and one. Of course, they lost to Green Bay. So, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how it lays out. I mean, Green Bay, what they have left: Giants, Bucks, Panthers. What do they got? Giants, Bucks, Panthers, Vikings, Bears could easily win all five. I don't want to say easily, but they could win all five of those. Yeah, games. the pack the Packers schedule is. They, I think they have the easiest remaining schedule in the NFL. Yeah, they they could definitely, definitely, definitely go in there and win all these games. And Detroit, they've got the Bears. They could lose that. They got the Broncos, the Vikings, the Cowboys, the Vikings, and they have to play at Minnesota. And at Dallas, back-to-back weeks. Not going to be easy. Nope. No, it is not. It's what, uh, some Saturday night game against the Cowboys. Uh, Yes, the 30th, right? Yep. Should be interesting. Looking forward to all that. I I wonder if Jeremy, I need to ask him, any trivia today? Don't know if he has trivia. We're gonna find out. Let's see if Jeremy's got trivia for us. Does he have trivia? Wanna get trivial? Trivia. Uh, let's see. Come on. Oh, you better fucking hit, bitch. All I need is a half a point in two and what a half go- minutes. What are you going for? Well, I took uh, Sixers, Wizards, and the over that hit by a lot yes i did and then took Cavs magic on the over and i parlayed it as well that already should have hit Cavs magic isn't it uh it's 224 right now and 224 and a half is the line two and a half minutes left yeah i uh i need one point in two and a half minutes i mean i'm not here to I'm not here to fuck around and say shit, but I think that's a lock. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't so. think anyone's – someone's going to get fouled and hit a free throw, right? I needed um, – I was hoping Derek Rose going into, uh, you know, back to Detroit would do something tonight, and obviously he couldn't muster eight fucking points. So I already lost a parlay there. But I do have two in the NHL. I need, um, need McDavid to score, and I need Jack Pickle to score in the last two games. I got – goal scores in the first two so all right and uh do we have updated standings there is trivia this there week. is trivia okay i um let me pull that up because i did not think jeremy was going to have it but he did yeah because he uh, said what did he say he was going to bring something back i thought he was too yeah so updated standings for trivia we have uh gray at 78 and a half Cody at 29, myself at 42 and a half, Dub with zero, and Parrot with 21. 
damn, I'm just running away with it this year. Yeah, we should ask Dub like a 75-point question to see if he can catch up. Yeah, he won't. <laughs> we'll have to give Parrot. What does WCW stand for? <laughs> All right, he said, darn, Parrot had a chance at this one. Firing Frank Reich did not give the Panthers a boost like it has other teams in the past. Before this firing, since 2000, 45 teams have switched to a new coach during the season. What percent of those teams won their first game under a new coach? All right, can you read that one more time? Yep, Frank Reich did not give the Panthers – firing Frank Reich did not give the Panthers a boost like it has other teams in the past. Before this firing, since 2000, 45 teams have switched to a new coach – during the season, what percent of those teams won their first game under a new coach? Closest gets three points. Uh, 45. Uh, tell me about some TJ Maxx stuff I don't care about. So let me do a little bit of math in my head. All right. Got it. Same. Ready? Hold on a second. We're doing percentage, right? Percent, yes. Okay, perfect. Three, two, one, and go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Six, yeah. Still 69% are for you. Yeah, 31 out of 45. How many? 31 out of 45 is what I'm saying. 40%. So you're 25 away and I'm 29 away. So you are closest. You get the points. 40%. I, would, I think that's high. Yeah, I figured it would have been much lower. Which isn't bad considering the teams must have been horrible if their coach was fired. For wrestling, uh, you got three. Three. All right. For wrestling on Raw after WrestleMania 32, which tag team made their main roster debuts by confronting the Dudley Boys? Worth two points. God. I have no fucking idea. 32. What are we at? 40? This year will be, or next year will be 40, yes. Eight years from 2024 would be 2016. I just started watching again, too, but I, I like just started, so I probably didn't even watch Raw. 2016. Um, what is the NWO? Uh, they still can't walk. <laughs> Everyone's talking about AI. God damn it, these ads. Everybody is talking about AI. Ridiculous. Leave me alone. Um, all right, let me put in a stupid tag team. Uh, let me try to think. 2016, they made their main roster debut, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'm not even close, but that's all I got. So I'm ready. All right, me too. Three, two, one, and go. Usos Street Profits. Yeah. I think you're a lot closer than I am. I was trying to think of the Viking tag team, but I couldn't. Viking Raiders? <laughs> They're in that one. I wanted to put that one in. <laughs> Enzo and Big Cass. Mm. Wow. Uh, I remember that now. They played it. S-A-W-F-T Soft. That's right, because uh, Bubba did his jersey stuff too, I think, or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, testify. He said, This may be the worst 
week of NFL football with some of the possible quarterback <laughs> matchups. Have a good one, guys. We did share those. Yes, it's I I 100% agree. It's it could get ugly this week. He is not wrong. I agree. It's going to be ugly. And he said nice because I said we already shared it this week. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's not looking good. So um, other things just just going on in the uh, the sports world. You got a lot of baseball things going on right now. I know the Yankees just uh, acquired some guys. They're going after Juan Soto. It looks like he's coming that way. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're going to give up King and uh, one of their other pitchers and get him in there. And they're also trying to get Yamamoto from Japan and they can afford it. They'll be a slightly over the luxury tax, but uh, they're going to go for both. And then uh, the Yankees uh, traded with the Red Sox. Doesn't happen often. Verdugo coming over to New York to play outfield. And if they get Juan Soto, obviously he will be in the outfield with Aaron judge as well. And, um, and you're going to have Stanton on DH. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. And, uh, you know, being a Yankees guy, I'm like, will it push him over the edge? I don't, don't know. What's up? Luca has a triple double at halftime in 20 minutes. 29, 10, and 10 right now. Holy shit. That's insane. Triple double at the half in 20 minutes. I wonder if they allow you to bet on that. <laughs> Have a tri- triple double by the half. Um, ESPN bet had a boost today for Luca triple double and Mavericks win, and I didn't take it like a dumb dumb. Oh man, that's gonna pay out because you know the Mavericks are up on Jeremy's Jazz by twenty three at halftime right now. Yeah, I believe it. And um, so they're gonna. And the other thing that the Yankees are talking about doing is signing Cody Bellinger. Huh. They're trying to get those lefty bats, man. Yeah, they want well, something they need. Yeah, but then if you do le- that, you get a lefty, right? Yep. If you get him, Soto, Bell- Soto, and Bellinger, and Judge, who's somebody's got to move to a different position? Um, because you got um, what Volpe's shortstop. I think Bellinger plays first too, doesn't he? Yes, and he could. But they still got Rizzo, but he would start over Rizzo, obviously. And then uh, LeMahieu would Luigi still play third. Right. Well, you got Stan. Get rid of him. He's trash. He hits home runs. That's it. Strikes out, hits home runs. Um, he's, he's trash. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the uh, They need to get rid of that contract, too. Yeah, I would dump that thing immediately. For- yeah, no. For Soto, Verdugo, all this, yeah, I'd get rid of Stan. We don't need him. Yes, sir. Don't need him. Um, and we got uh, so any, or, I, the, I've just been following the Yankees. Any other kind of things been going on? Otani, he's looking at a few places. I understand. Yeah, there's really nothing. I mean, nothing big has happened yet for the most part. I mean, Verdugo is the biggest thing that's happened so far. I mean, the um, the Braves got Kleenek from um, Seattle. Jared Kleenek, who is the big-time prospect but hasn't really done anything in the pros. So uh, that was like the first big move. And then besides Verdugo today, nothing else has really happened. So we're just all kind of sitting and waiting. A lot of rumors, but nothing official. So, yeah, for baseball, that's about it. But 
winter meetings are coming up, all that stuff. So shit's going to go down here soon. Yep. Um, all right. No doubt. Um, going into NHL, um, Boston Bruins leading the Atlantic division at 37 points with the Red Wings right behind them at 31. Um, Boston go. has lost to the Red Wings twice this year. Uh, Florida with 30 points, Toronto with 28, Tampa with 27, Montreal, Buffalo, and Ottawa there. And the Metropolitan, the Rangers are leading also with 37 points with Carolina, Philly, um, and the New York Islanders there, followed by Washington, New Jersey. Surprisingly, New Jersey with 25 points down low. I know um, Hughes is out for a while, but kind of surprising to see them down there. Pittsburgh also with 25 and Columbus with 21 in the West. For the central Colorado. Before, before you go on, you know what yeah. surprises me out of all of this? What's that? That the Capitals only have 52 goals. Yeah. And um, a minus 13 goal differential. And they're, they literally are quote unquote one game out of the playoff spot, which is hilarious. Now it's way too early for that. And they've also played two less games than people in front of them. So <laughs> it's just nuts. But yeah, um, only 52 from them. And I, the most in the East. The Red Wings have 91. Um, in the West, Colorado with 34 points, leading Dallas with 31, Winnipeg with 30, Arizona Coyotes surprising with 28, and then behind them, St. Louis, Nashville, Minnesota, and Chicago, and then the Pacific, Vegas leading with 37 poor, points. The Kings with 33. Chicago. Yeah, they – yeah, poor Bedard. Not really. Fuck them. Um. Yeah, Vegas, sorry, in the Pacific with 37 points. Kings with 33. Vancouver with 33. They lead the league in goals with 101. Only team with 100. Who's that? Um, the Vancouver Canucks. Wow. Yeah, I know it's all West Coast stuff, but if you get a chance to watch them, watch because their offense is so – it reminds me of Edmonton, but smoother. It just is nice. Um, Calgary with 23 points. Seattle with 22. Anaheim with 20. Speaking of Edmonton, 9. Points with a minus five goal differential. That's crazy for them. Um, and then San Jose and last with 16 points in the Chell. And then wow. going to the NBA right now, we are um, coming down to the in season tourney, which will end this week. Um, Boston lost to Indiana. I just wanted to say that. I don't know if you saw that or not. Um, yeah, I know they're out, but they stink. Um, actually, I really don't care. I just I didn't pick them to win it, so it doesn't really matter to me. Um, but we we have Indy and um, Milwaukee tomorrow. I'm sorry, tonight when you're listening to this, Thursday, to go to the finals. Um, all this is in Vegas. And then we have L.A. and the Pelicans, I think. I think it's Lakers-Pelicans in the West. Um, and then those two teams, whoever win, will play each other. For the um, for the in season tournament title, and every person on the team, every player on the team, if they win, get half a million dollars. Really, every player. Yep. Which is why I wish I would have paid attention more. It makes sense why. I mean, Indy Indy's a good team, right? But everyone on Boston's paid. Indy isn't. Besides Halliburton, no one's paid. Yeah, and Indy's so- the two seed in the East bracket. And those guys, you know, those guys play fast. They play hard. But, none, you know, $500,000 of those guys is big. $500,000 of Jason Tatum and Al Horford, that ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, Jalen Brown, highest ain't, paid player. Yeah, ain't <laughs> shit. So, yeah, it's um, it's a nice uh, nice little reward there. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, who do you like in there? 
Uh, Milwaukee, LA, and um, Pelly's. Um, God, hate to say it, but I like the Lakers and Bucks. And um, you know, there's a lot of Lakers players that could use some money there. They might like that money. Yeah. And uh, LeBron just doesn't like to lose. So, but I think they get there, and LeBron does what he does best and loses to the Bucks. Okay. Um, I agree. I think Milwaukee wins it. Um, and yeah, I think they beat the Lakers. I think though the Milwaukee indie game is going to be really good, and I'm definitely going to bet the over in that game. No doubt. I don't even know what the point is. Points are we're going to do it. Um, the standings though, normal standings for it all. Boston's leading right now by um, really a half of game over Milwaukee. Um, and then the Magic are one and a half behind, 76ers two behind, Knicks three behind, Pacers three and a half behind, Cavs three and a half behind, Heat four behind, Nets four and a half, and Atlanta five and a half. With your teams out of the top 10, Toronto, Chicago, Charlotte, Washington, and the Pistons, oof, they stink. Um, in the West, Minnesota is the top seed right now, 15 and four. The Thunder two games behind, Denver two games behind, Lakers three and a half, Kings four, Mavericks four, Suns four. Pelicans four and a half, Clippers six, Houston six, with your teams out of the top ten, Golden State, Utah, Portland, Memphis, and San Antonio. All right, so as we wrap this up, we got UFC. We do. We're in the apex this week. Just a uh, just a fight night. Pay-per-view next Saturday, last one of 2023, so we just have a fight night this week. Um. What do you want, right or left? Ah, uh, let's see. I spin my pen. If it points towards you, whoever whoever it points towards closest is going right because that's the right way to do it. All right, spin the pen. So the point being, the point where you write as well. Got it. All right. You, you're right. All right, I'm it was dead right. on you. It wasn't even like sideways. It was dead on. Nice. All right, start us off. So, uh, oh, good. Um, women's strawweight bout hailing from Brazil, Rayanne Amanda. Two first names. Yeah, it's bullshit. Um, also from Brazil, Talita Alcencar. And in a flyweight bout, your heavy, heavy, heavy favorite at minus five thirty-five, Tatsuro Tara. Yeah, and your uh, your dog from the United States, Carlos Hernandez. And women's bantamweight bout coming in as a minus one fifty five favorite, hailing from Brazil, Luana Santos. And the slight dog plus one thirty from Switzerland, Stephanie Egger. Didn't the guy on your side just fight? I remember talking about his hair. <laughs> I feel like he just fought. Oh, maybe they pushed him to this card. I bet they pushed this fight to this one for an issue or something like that. In a yeah. lightweight bout, probably. Hailing from the United States, no odds on this yet. Steve Garcia. And from Brazil, who I think Gray talked about last week, Mel Quasial Costa. In a flyweight bout, hailing from South Korea, Hung Sung Park. <laughs> and his counterpart from Australia. Shannon Ross. <laughs> and a flutterweight bout coming in at your underdog from China, plus 120, Song Kanan. 
which looks like Song Keenan. <laughs> and your slight favorite, minus 142, from the French land, Kevin Jusset. And as we get to the main card in a middleweight bout, coming in at your favorite, minus 175 from South Korea, Jean Yong Park. And his opponent, underdog, plus 145 from Brazil, Andre Munez. I wonder if he's related to Frankie. Probably. Oh, what is this? Right. In a Bantamweight bout, your number 11 Bantamweight fighter from the United States, Tim Elliott. <laughs> and the number 12th ranked Bantamweight from China. He's only got one name, so I'm definitely going to pick him. Sumudarji. Sumudarji. Chapasui. Oh, wonderful. In a lightweight bout, minus 205 from Morocco. Nazrat Hakparast. And your slight dog, plus 170, from Australia, Jamie. That's a bunch of malarkey. And a light heavyweight bout coming in underdog from the United States, plus 195, Anthony Smith. And your favorite, minus 238 from the United States, the number 11th ranked light heavyweight, Khalil Roundtree Jr. In a phantom weight bout. <laughs> Minus 380 from China, Song Yadong. What kind of songs does Yadong play? I don't know, but that's the name of the episode. <laughs> and the uh, heavy dog at plus 300 from the United States, 14th ranked bantamweight, Chris uh, Gutierrez. Right, Song Yadong. Wait. Song Yadong, name of the episode. Um, so that's it. That's all we got for this week. Thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Thank you to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quantity Landscape, Accountable at DatingTransformation.com, Paper Denimark, Great Key Merch, and Sparty Steve. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Make sure Yadong plays that song. Mm-hmm.